1: I think that's that's by design. The league always tries to make interesting matchups opening night to to, to generate that interest and, and start off with a bank. So uh,
0: you know it's great. Those are those are the nights you get most excited for and uh, you know we get to play the champs the uh, first night out and test ourselves. You're listening to BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio and Aaron Hawksworth from BeckQL.
1: Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Tuesday. We'll get to some nickel or lightning bets, while I'm sh- which I'm sure will include some NBA futures. We hit on some of that discussion. We're going to be joined in a minute here by Dan Vespris of football, one of, our, one of our favorite basketball guests. We get ready for the season started tonight. Nets, Bucks, Lakers, Warriors. Uh, I'm in. I, I will. uh I'll be locked in tonight. You know, I, I, guess, I wasn't ready. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, it, it's Nets box. Harden's playing. Durant's playing. Giannis is playing. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah,
0: I wasn't ready either. I wasn't ready for hockey. But like once we started talking about everything that happened last year and yeah. looking ahead to this season, like it all just came rushing back like, OK, awesome. That's going to be on my TV tonight. Uh, so is that like the third? Uh, I mean, what are we doing here? Baseball and. We don't have football tonight, but we, yeah, we do got have two,
1: some, LCS yeah. games,
2: right. two LCS
1: games, two LCS games. I think the big screen goes with the LCS, the, the, you know, the, the LCS game that's on in the moment, and the smaller screen goes the basketball. Okay. Yeah. But that's what I have I, to do tonight.
0: Yeah, there's just a lot going on. I would suggest for people that are rushing around for futures, we're, we talk about it today because the mm-hmm. season's starting. But if you're looking for value – Just pay close attention. You don't have to get all your bets in. Now there are so many markets and so many sports books that want to take your futures action, all of this stuff. And I'm assuming it's going to be win totals because we're seeing it every week with the NFL. All of this stuff gets reposted every single day. All of it. Like it was fascinating last year in the last couple months of the season to be monitoring how the Tibbs odds were changing for coach of the year on a daily basis. Same, same thing for most improved player, all that stuff it's all going to be available don't think like unless it's a big number for me my thought process is you can wait let's see how it looks because all of the so many of these teams have coaching changes new systems new teammates i feel like you have you're more of an advantage if you uh can watch it play out for a little bit
1: well i think in the nba now it's there's so much movement league wide every year and and i'm talking about superstars i mean these guys just don't stay put so I think it's tougher to have a read. I feel like ten years ago, you know, we could have easily picked out who's going to be there at the end. What, what we probably could have lined up the teams in each conference one through eight and gotten pretty close to doing it. I don't feel that way anymore. I think it's difficult. Like I, I mentioned earlier, the Nets and Bucks by far the two best teams in the East. If you had to guess the next six teams in the East and all eight in the West in some semblance of an order, you think you'd get it right? I don't think I would. It's tougher now. So what you're no, saying so. about waiting. You know, it's not a it's a good idea, right? Wait to see what your eyes tell you. Wait to see what the early season returns are. And then you could jump in on a win total. Like, I mean, a couple I like, like I like the Grizzlies over 41 and a half. But, you know, that I could be wrong. Maybe I'll get a better number if they start a little slow. Uh, I think the Sixers under 50 and a half is an interesting number with all the turmoil they have going on right now. So like, there's some I like right now, but you don't have to get those today. I'm with you. You can wait on.
0: Those. I, I don't remember seeing this last year. Maybe you do you could bet on every seed so the number one seed in the east the favorite is Brooklyn at minus 135 I can bet on the number six seed in the western Conference I, I, they're 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 adding stuff which is uh which is a terrific thing so
1: who uh who, yeah before we uh, Aaron wants to throw a question here when, when I say Chicago Bulls to you what seed do you feel are they making the playoffs are the bulls
0: in the playoffs yeah, fine. Yeah, it'll be like a seven. <laughs> I was no, six, but here's, six or seven is what I. I feel. just I was get, I was getting really annoyed yesterday because season starts, so people are throwing out their predictions, which is fine. Everybody's over the win total. Billy Donovan's going to be the coach of the year. I'm like, we go through this every year, and then you're going to be shocked when there's an injury, and oh no, the season gets derailed. That's what happens with these bad teams, with these frail rosters that haven't developed depth yet that are going through a bit of a rebuild and people are shocked every year when one injury just throws everything off yeah that's what happens that that's why you're bad because injuries happen over the course of a season so everybody in town is like over bulls are locked to make the playoffs okay all right i think you'd it it would be a very good season if you just make the real postseason without the playing and all that stuff we're doing that again right we're we're not going back and changing rules yes. like some of the other sports. Yes, we're we're going back there again, uh, and I think it's
1: it's the right thing to do. It worked. Yeah. It was entertaining last year. Aaron, would you want to throw out there a, a little Joe? Uh, S Joe or Joe knows.
2: Yeah, a little Joe Knows action um, as we are, you know, kind of scrambling around, getting ready for the NBA season to tip off tonight, thinking about how mm-hmm. we're going to bet it. I know some of our listeners and viewers are newer to this. What type what kind of advice do you have? Maybe it's, you know, taking advantage of certain schedule situations. Um, any anything you look at when you're betting on the NBA, Joe?
0: Uh, yeah, the NBA, as far as information, is probably tougher than any other sport because with the NFL, we're following the injury report all week. We have the final report on Friday. We find out about inactives 90 minutes before. I really wish the NBA did something similar. Like We have a hard deadline. Instead of finding out one minute before tip-off or as the game is starting, oh, by the way, this superstar player is not, not going to be out there. I, I don't understand why they don't do that so that really bothers me the most i know it just feels like you've got to be attached to your phone like why can't i make my bed in the morning i get some clv so because i think the line's going to move so you you feel like you have some sort of an edge and then later i find out oh yeah the point spread move five points because the superstar player is not going to be out there it's just it's very very frustrating but yeah the, the rest advantage they don't do as much of the four games in five or three games and four nights as they used to but there's a little bit of that that you, you want to pay close attention to. Um, there might be some surprises early on if you're playing totals as far as pace. Some teams uh, play a lot faster than they did going through a, a coaching change, a scheme change where they want to speed things up or uh, vice versa, even slow things things down a little bit. So you, you do want to take all of the information. And, uh, and sometimes it's just it can be a bit wonky. It can be a bit off. Like, okay, they're not going to continue to play at that pace. They're going to start to s- slow things down or they're going to kill these players. So, yeah, I mean, you pay attention to all, all the little morsels of information that you can get early in the season.
1: Yeah, and I find um, betting rookie of the year harder than ever. We just don't see these players. Right? There's players that played in the G League last year. Where they, is yeah. it still the G League, whatever they call it now? Like, you know, back... 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, whatever, you know, whenever the things changed, right? You used to have a feel about these rookies when they came in the NBA. Like, you saw them. You watched them. There are guys that – like, how much did you watch of the the top three or four picks this year? I mean, yeah, almost none. Right, you didn't. Yeah. So, like, you know, do I want to jump in and bet rookie of the year? Sure, it's fun. But I have no idea until I start seeing these guys play a little bit. Like, can these guys actually play? How do they fit on their team? I think that's difficult. I, I think yeah. that's more difficult. I mean, it's – it's okay not to have a, a play on everything.
2: And there's so many right. number one picks that don't even pan out. Sure. Um, you know, so it's so it, – I was looking at rookie of the year last night, and I was just like, you know, I made notes on a few players, but I was like, yeah, I'm staying away from all of this
0: right now. Well, it, it goes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, every prediction that I see, it's either Cade Cunningham or Jalen Green, and those are your t- – Top two favorites now. If you start to see something early in the season, this is what I was talking about. Just just sit and watch. Like, oh wait, uh, you know, I don't know, Barnes or somebody could have some value there. Sure. Sitting at twelve, fourteen to one, uh, then you could strike. Like, what's the point in just taking some of these wild guesses before the season starts if you have no intel on their role or how things are going to look for them? So, I, yeah, for for most of it, I would say wait. If well, let's throw throw a couple out there because I know we kind of ran out of time. I was talking to, to Rick Camp about this uh, yesterday, and he's been terrific with NBA features. He helped convince me about Jokic last year. We were talking about the Warriors, and it's so tough to, to get a handle on them. Now, Defensive Player of the Year award is something that the voters are not concerned about repeats. Like, we'll see a player win three, four years in a row, four, four times in five years. And it, it's a lot of the same same players that are up there near the top however if you are looking for some value and the warriors if they're going to be near the top and i'm looking at defensive player of the year at most spots you have rudy gobert because he wins it so much ad of course uh Giannis, as good as anyone at both ends of the court and beat is up there ben simmons he's a top five favorite and i know last year he was top two i don't see any way he's voted in for this award i would completely eliminate him but if you look down the board a little bit, uh, some people are talking a Bam. That makes sense. It's good. the award is probably like going to be one of five, six guys. Yeah. But what about what about the the guy that at times he's a triple double machine and he's really strong at the defensive end and maybe playing? He's, the spotlight's going to be on him. Uh, Draymond Green you can find at thirty three to one right now at FanDuel to be the Defensive Player of the Year. Well, to
1: to with that earlier I mentioned the Warriors and, and their t- their title odds, right? I like Steph to win the MVP. Like so sometimes those things go together, right? Teams have big years together; mm-hmm. they're in the spotlight together. Steve so, Kirk, Steve Kerr, Steve coach of the year, right? Like, I think in maybe basketball more than any, it tends to be like, man, they're they're really good; they're all good together. So, I, I think there's something to that um, with with the Draymond Green thing, kind of resurgence for the for the you know Golden State Warriors moving forward here. I mean, it's not like they're coming out of nowhere. I mean, the Warriors are the second best odds right now on FanDuel to get out of the Western Conference, so there's definitely something to all that. All right, Joe Ojo, G, Aaron for respect you presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, I think we have Dan Brespris of HoopBall uh, with us. Dan, can you
2: hear us? I can hear you finally. Can you guys see and hear me? Yes. Yes, we got you. Oh, all right. Uh, Dan, happy to have you back. Can I get the first 20 seconds to rant about Spectrum and how I, the internet goes out of the entire place at the exact <laughs> moment I
1: you know what, internet issues, we've, Dan, we've all been there. We're happy you're here right now with us. Let, let's hit some. Dan, let's just start off off the jump. I say NBA futures. What hits you? Is it title odds, MVP? Where,
2: where's your mind at as the season starts? You know, <clears throat> my mind is actually in season win totals. I love okay. season win totals. There's always there's always these wild numbers that come out of left field. Some of them are so crazy that I think I'm being duped by odds makers, and like once out of every seven or eight of them, I actually be am be, being duped by odds makers. But for the most part, numbers just move with public perception of a team and superstars acquired in the offseason. And if you fade that, your handicap can be kept relatively simple on those and you'll usually go better than 500.
0: So which teams really stand out for you this year?
2: So this year, uh, I think one of the really nice Angles that we can attack in season win totals is fading teams, and I'm going to see, make sure I can say this in a proper sequence of words so it doesn't sound nuts. Fading teams that so,
0: Let's see if we can reconnect with Dan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Let's, wow, let's, wow. let's see if we can. All right, we appreciate Dan trying to hop on with us there. So, fa- Let's see if we could uh can we play Mad Libs there? What was Dan trying to say? He's trying to fade someone.
0: Fading teams well, that's something. Well, hopefully we can uh try to figure that out in, in yeah, the yeah. next segment. But what 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 are your thoughts where we left off uh with, with Draymond at a pretty decent number with some value yeah. in twenties most spots, but you can't find him thirty three to one.
1: I like it. Um I saw I think I like uh I wrote down Bam at fourteen to one. Bam put on fifteen pounds of weight and I think they're gonna use him. Uh, in a way that is going to accentuate what he does well. So I like the BAM angle on Defense Player of the Year, but I like Draymond too. I mean, and I think there's a Warriors resurgence, and I hope there is. I, I, resurgence. I, basketball is more fun when the Warriors are there. But whether they get to the finals or win it or not, I just, I, I want, I need to see them, you know, get through the playoffs again. They're, they're, they've been the story of you know, this generation along with LeBron. I like that one, Joe. Um, so Dan was about to throw a couple of uh, win totals win at total. us. Yep. Let me throw. I'm going to throw three at you. Just okay. quickly, I'll throw three. Tell me, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. I like the Grizzlies over 41 and a half. I'm in on John Moran. I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, long shot MVP. Uh, they signed the young kid Jackson from Michigan State to a contract extension. If he's healthy, I think they're a pretty good team. I think they're a playoff mm-hmm. team. So I go over 41 and a half on them. I'm going to be with Ryan McDonough under on the on the Pelicans 38 and a half. Just feels like it's going to blow up. They haven't done a good job around Zion. He's hurt. I was reading some of the stories this morning. They
0: don't know when Zion's coming back. Now Lonzo's gone. Now Lonzo's gone. It's just—it looks like a bad put, basketball team. It Looked like he put on a lot of not good weight this off-season too. Yeah, <laughs> chunky weight. I'm yeah, just saying him like and everyone like, else in the country. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna—he's gonna, he's gonna, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna eat his
1: <laughs> way—he's gonna eat his way out of being a super. But we're, so, we're—we're not athletes,
0: though. No, <laughs>
1: I I mean, the guy's got foot issues and he can't keep his
0: weight off. It's a bad—it's <laughs> a bad problem. And uh, Joe, Joe doing
2: better than him.
0: Yeah. You mean <laughs> making too many uh, visits to the cafe du Monde
1: for the beignets. Listen, yeah. And that listen, that's not an easy town. If you're going to have weight issues, <laughs> we're walking around new Orleans. Yes. Believe yes. me, Chicago. And give me, yeah. the, give me the Sixers under 50 and a half. I don't know what they're getting back for Ben. I don't know when he's playing. That just seems like a bad situation. And beat has to miss time every year <laughs> under Over. 50 and a half. Yeah. I mean, I oh, think, okay. If they can win 47, 48, you still hit this. I don't I don't think they're going to turn bad without Simmons or whatever happens here, but that's a lot of wins for a team with a lot of issues right now. All right, we got a lot going on here. Nickel or dime. We'll have lightning bets later on in the show, more NBA futures, and, of course, our plays on the baseball for tonight and moving forward. It's Joe O. It's Joe G. It's Aaron Hawksworth. Uh, excuse me. We'll have nickel or dime up next right here on the BetQL Network.